Disclaimer. All views expressed on this podcast represent the host and his guest, and not the companies or agencies they are associated with. This is Tony's Game Lounge, a weekly podcast that covers news throughout the gaming industry and a variety of topics. Here's your host for the show, Tony Erickson. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Tony's Game Lounge. I'm your host, as always, Tony Erickson, and joining me this week, we've got Sonic Hero speedrunner, Twitch streamer, Freefall. How's it going? Glad to be here. I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. Having a good day. Not too bad. Glad to have you here. Uh, I think this one's been a long time coming. I've wanted to get you on here since last season. It's just I could not find you on Discord anywhere. Like, <laughs> really? Where? Uh, and, yeah. And I'm just like I I just, I don't know if I wasn't looking hard enough or anything, but it was like why can't I find him? I want to get him on. He's like <laughs> one of like the few like one of the Sonic people that I follow. I'm like and we've had like a bunch of the Sonic community on here, so it's just made sense to get you on here That's eventually. So funny. Is that like a common thing? Is like you just can't get a hold of people? Yes, it's uh sometimes like when I want to try to get a hold of people, it's like okay, I gotta find them first, and it's yeah. is mm-hmm. that whole process. But hey, uh, we eventually track them down, like like right now, and uh, we, we we drag them on by force. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm happy to be here, man. I've never, I I haven't done anything like this that I can think of. So it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Well, because you're brand new here, we get to start with interrogations, uh, where we ask you your favorite video game, game character, and game soundtrack. Okay. Um, A loaded question, I know. (laughs) Almost three in one. Yes. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Okay, so favorite game. I've thought about this a lot. Uh, I think it's still Kingdom Hearts 2. Like... There, there are a lot of contenders for sure. And I know when I say Kingdom Hearts 2, people usually, they get like two reactions. One of two reactions, they're like either, oh my God, Kingdom Hearts 2, like it's such a fucking good game, oh my God. Or they're like, this guy's a fucking weeb, you know? <laughs> like, <it's laughs> I'm in the boat that's like, let's go Kingdom Hearts 2, because I'm yeah. a huge KH fan. Yeah, I love that game. I mean, both are valid responses. I'm not going to... <laughs> they're both valid so what was uh, your reaction to sora getting into smash oh it's so cool dude. I, it just feels like he belongs you know like it was just like such a great send-off um it must have been absolute hell to like figure out all the legal stuff with that and you know because yeah you, you think of sora it's like they probably wanted him from a long time ago, i mean right? according but, to what sakurai said they wanted him since smash 4 because of the smash ballot won, yeah he won the ballot he won that right. he won it by a landslide and it's just like well we can't get him now so bayonetta will do and they had us <laughs> duped thinking bayonetta won it but no it right, was sora right. by a landslide <laughs> jeez that was a six year long yeah a six year long negotiation it was like the second it happened <laughs> they went into negotiations with disney right because yeah. they were probably just saying to them hey are you done Kingdom Hearts 3 yet? Because it wasn't <laughs> done at that point. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy he's in the game. He definitely looks like some bullshit, I'm going to be honest. But um, <laughs> it, uh, it's cool that he's in there. I, I think it's awesome. I, I'm glad that they got... His skins are all really good. Like, they got the KH1, KH2. They got some of the different... They Three, got Valor form in there. That's so and, sick. Uh, yeah, yeah, Valor and Wisdom and... Uh, 
fucking cartoon Sora from Thomas oh, River. Thomas River. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. I, I think that's um, the coolest skin they gave him. Yeah, for sure. I, I'd probably I'd between I'd be between like Valor Form and Timeless River if I played Ultimate, probably. Um <laughs> But uh yeah, Kingdom Hearts 2 is just so timeless. Like I was very impressionable when I played it. I was like 13 and it was like probably just the quickest I ever played through a single player game in my life just because I couldn't put it down. It's just so it, it flows so well. The combat's amazing. The worlds are cool. Like I I, I just love that game so much. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That might be a, a consistent theme here. Is, <laughs> you know, I, I just love games that typically aren't uh talked very highly about. <laughs> okay then. <laughs> you know, um, uh favorite game sound uh, favorite game character. Um, that would be my boy Falco Lombardi. Um, we have been through good times and bad together. <laughs> uh, I feel a camaraderie there for sure. Um, he's been my maid in Super Smash Brothers Melee for about seven years now. Damn. Um, yeah, yeah, and I, I definitely vibe with him. He's sick. He's fun to play. He's cool. I like his visual design a lot. I definitely prefer Falco over Fox in Melee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're both super fun, but um, yeah, Falco is definitely my choice as well. <laughs> and favorite game soundtrack? Okay. it's so It would be so easy for me to name off like 10, <laughs> but um, I'm going to narrow it down to one. I think it's going to be Sonic Adventure on the dreamcast okay um, it is like if you listen to it it's like a three and a half hour soundtrack there are zero misses on it like it's it is good throughout it is quite amazing um i really do like it um i guess some honorable mentions are like celeste is also very very good uh both super monkey ball the the first two um yeah yeah there's a lot i love video game music pretty much of all kinds so it's hard for me to narrow it down to one but uh sonic adventure is my choice okay okay then well that that wraps up interrogations and now it's time for us to move on to the headline of the week um which is is taking the streaming world by storm (laughs) as the biggest arguably the biggest twitch streamer man yeah (laughs) ludwig has left the platform and is now a YouTube gaming streamer exclusively. F's in the chat, boys. F's in, F's the, chat. in the chat. What it's sad a to see him move! Go. It, it yeah. is. But yeah. for Ludwig, it may he as he uh, put said in the video explaining why he did a coin mm-hmm. flip, and he the coin flip was to stay on Twitch, and then when he went to YouTube to tell them that they fought for him. And they negotiated with him harder. And when Ludwig went to Twitch, Twitch was like, well, good luck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it. that video shed so much light on the situation. Because I originally just watched the trailer that they made with the I will say that the trailer that they made was pretty funny, (laughs) too, with them driving the – him and – that was Slime, right? Yeah. Yeah. The two of them driving in the purple car. (laughs) <laughs> while Slime's doing sign language, it explodes. <laughs> and then they see yeah. a red car, same model, same everything, just red. And uh, 
And then he's like, yeah, you're allowed to play music in this one. Yeah, that was like, oh, that's a big. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Uh, um, it was a good video. But yeah, uh, kind of take taking the, the the internet world by storm a bit. Yeah, you know, I I totally I respect Ludwig so much for taking that dive. You know, like it's after watching his video explaining the whole thing about like how he's got aspirations of running this huge melee tournament and you know um just growing bigger than he ever has before like i totally get it and being with a company that respects you and appreciates you like that's valuable and i know he's smart enough to make it work and it's it's the best for him, but goddamn, what a what an L for Twitch! I gotta be honest. Yeah, it's like, a yeah, huge, that's gonna bum me out. It's it's kind of a huge loss, a uh, major loss for Twitch. Like Lud had, he's explained. Like I said in the video, go watch the video if you haven't yet. If you want to see everything, he wants to do more, a lot more like content content that isn't just streaming, um, mm-hmm. like mogul money and. Um, like he's like he wants to put on the world's biggest melee and smash ultimate tournaments yep. with like a huge prize pool. You know, I I really I really respect Lud a lot because um, he's always acknowledged that like melee kind of got him where he is today. Not fully, obviously, he's put in a lot of work. He's a really smart guy, but he not he acknowledges that that's the community that he sort of built himself upon, and he's constantly giving back to it and i think that's just so super cool you know not something i would expect every huge influencer like that to go out of their way to do so yeah that's really that's really awesome but yeah it's a huge a huge hit for twitch i don't and i think that twitch is gonna really regret this move because I think what we might see is this might be the start of YouTube gaming really becoming the powerhouse to go up against Twitch. It sets a dangerous precedent, right? It like, really does. Yeah. yeah but it it's does. kind of a good thing, too, because now we have something that can finally get a lot more equal footing against Twitch to for Twitch to maybe start giving a damn about their platform. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. Maybe you, you know what else I would love? Uh, I would love if that uh, first time chatter feature wasn't always a, a follower bot of some kind. We could start there. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've gotten lucky and like for most of the times when I've seen the first time chatter, it's like actually new people. I'm like, oh shit, holy shit, new people! What the fuck? <laughs> You're one of the lucky ones. I I'm guess. one of the lucky ones. That's because I decided to play a game that, like, no mainstream person plays called Distance, and it's a really cool speed game. Ooh, nice. Yeah, niche games like that are really good for growing, like, tiny streams, I agree. But, uh, but yeah, um, the last thing I want to add on this, back when we had DJ Orange Man, uh, and we, when we were talking about Tim and Lupo moving over, I said that if YouTube Gaming really wants to grow big, they need somebody like Ludwig. And oh my <laughs> god, did I call that? Wow, that is definitely a call out and a half. Holy crap! That is that is a call. <laughs> I, I'm still surprised. Like the, when I saw that headline, I'm like, no way, I was fucking right. And uh, the, the, and then I'm like, oh wait, no, this is kind. This is and then I'm like, oh wait, shit, this is we're gonna get a lot of shit from this. <laughs> Holy moly, are we good? I can't wait to see where this goes. I can't wait to see what Ludwig's gonna do with his move. 
Uh, I think that he's going to put out some of the best content on the platform. To no, I, I was. I think with the Smash tournament, that's something that can rival Mr. Beast almost with like in scale of how big it's going to be. From the sounds of it, yeah. Uh, so yeah, looking forward to that, and uh, it, it is going to be good. Fucking, it's going to be good. That's it, right. Fucking, <laughs> it's going to be good. Uh, with that. Um, it's time to figure out what else happened in the world of video games and whatnot. It's time to find out, uh, and we can find that out uh, by checking in on the week in review. Covering news from the world of video games, TCG, and board games. This is the week in review. And this past week, uh, game really game wise, uh, Beyond the Steel Sky came out, Solar Ash came out, and also Danganronpa Decadence uh, <laughs> came out for the Switch. Isn't that just like a compilation? It's uh, uh yeah, Danganronpa yeah. one, two, V and V three, um, basically for the Switch, and also the new Danganronpa game, Danganronpa S Ultimate Summer Camp or whatever, which is just the <laughs> mini game from V three made better, but it's just the fan service game. You got me excited for a second when you said new Danganronpa game. <laughs> it, it, it's basically, I, I mean, I'm assuming you've played all the Danganronpas. Uh. Only I, I've played one and then like eighty percent of two. Okay, I, I need to finish it. So S is there's a mini game in three after you beat the main game. That's like a board game type thing. Okay. It's like an it's like you move around the board and there's like some combat and shit, and uh, it, it's basically just enhanced that. And they made a whole game out of it by adding in all the characters from like the four games. I think also some of the anime characters from Danganronpa 3, possibly. I don't really know. But yeah, it's uh, that's really what it is. And uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to get it. I'm still playing through V3. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which one's your favorite? I like 2. I think 2 is my favorite of Hell all yeah. of them. Let's go, it's, Tony. It's, I've, like, 1 was good, but 2 was... I, I, I think I knew the least amount about 2, aside from like the first execution of the game. Everything past that, I had no clue where it was going to go. Yeah. I basically, the first time I heard Monami's theme, I was like, this is going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and as for the as for the, the world of video game news, the PlayStation Plus games for December were announced. Lego DC Super Villains and Mortal, she- Mortal Shell for the PS4 and Godfall Challenger Edition for the PS5. Really showing that Godfall, that you know, that uh, exclusive PS5 game that's now on the PS4 too because sales didn't do good. really didn't do good. The fact that it's been like, what, a year and it's already free for Plus members? Don't get it. It's not a good game. It's... <laughs> <laughs> noted <laughs> i mean like I, I okay maybe maybe for the price of free you know what you'll get your money's worth which isn't much what if, what if i was the biggest godfall fan on planet earth i like, mean Tony, how dare you i mean even according to nintendo nintendo tyler chill it's not the from what i from <laughs> oh, what from, i believe from the conversations i've had with tyler about it that's how you know it's bad it's like not the greatest if tyler doesn't want it Stay away. I mean, he played through it. I, from what I remember from our conversations, I know Tyler listens to these podcasts. So hi, Tyler. <laughs> What's up, Tyler? Um, uh, in I guess update news, Stardew Valley got a new update, and also Stardew Valley is on Xbox Games Pass now as well. Um, the new update uh, future proofs the game for some modding, making it a lot easier for modding to happen in the game and uh, for more mods to be made and 
etc etc and they also added a bunch of new quality of life changes to the game as well which is super cool um and it's probably going to be one of the last i want to say probably one of the last updates for the game for a while as i know that concerned ape is working on that new game of his haunted chocolatier <laughs> i might have to play that based on title alone it, you you run a chocolate factory it's haunted but the ghosts are kind of cool and there's a door in there and you go kill slimes and shit and you make their guts into chocolate amazing same style same style as stardew valley as well so it, it looks super cool yeah, <laughs> i kind of want it cool <laughs> um in this week's fortnite news air jordans are now in fortnite yo really <laughs> yeah oh my god finally finally <laughs> finally dude Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, wait. the cos the cosmetic. Uh, I think it's like the Air Jordan 14s or 15s or whatever. They're, uh... <laughs> you know, man, I feel for Fortnite kids a little bit. I feel for them because, <laughs> like, one day they're just gonna be like watching their virtual Travis Scott concert in like their Sasuke Uchiha skin with Air Jordans on, and they're gonna be like, "What am I doing?" Like, what path in life did I have to take to reach this point? <laughs> I feel like I mean? uh, Fortnite will be the only place that you can see a Travis Scott po- concert at one point. Yeah. Because I feel yeah. like a lot of stadiums have already canceled Travis Scott. Uh, yeah, he's probably... May, might want to stick to Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and my, in some weird Christmas gaming news, Microsoft, they put out an ugly sweater, uh, an ugly Christmas sweater based off of Minesweeper on uh, their store, and it sold out. People really liked the Minesweeper <laughs> ugly sweater. That actually sounds fire. <laughs> I, I, I took a look at it. It looks, it's an ugly sweater, so it looks hideous, but damn, I'm, it sold out. It sold like wildfire. That's really funny. <laughs> In more update news, Cyberpunk 2077, they announced that their next update for the game will release next year alongside the PS5 and Xbox Series X versions of the game. To help make it more playable. <laughs> Sounds like it needs it. So, yeah, it still needs it. It's getting better, but it's still definitely yeah. not where it should be. In some world record news, Skyrim has a new glitchless uh, speedrun world record. Uh, Nuclear has beaten his old one that he set as he was the former world record holder. And the new record is now a one twelve fifteen, one hour, 12 minutes, 15 seconds for glitchless Skyrim. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh... How long is that game with glitches? I'm, I'm assuming probably half the time. Yeah, half the time yeah, if you I, got if it's on. I would assume PC because loads. I yeah. feel like that's what it really comes down to. Is I, loads. I get like Ocarina of Time vibes from that game. I don't know anything about the speed run, but I'm imagining like, well, if you do it this way, it's five minutes, but this other way is really impressive. <laughs> it takes yeah, like an hour. Exa- yeah, exactly. I mean, I know from what I've seen from the few Bethesda game speedruns which I, I that I've watched, which I think is like Fallout Three, where you basically just glitch through the map, essentially. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It, I, I, I'm assuming thirty minutes or less, maybe <laughs> forty, but like it's probably yeah. like half that time. You can beat it before your pizza gets delivered. Exactly. <laughs> <30 minutes laughs> exactly. Um, it's the Battlefield news because of the. Mixed review that Battlefield 2042 is. Uh, Vincent Bella, the co-founder of Apex and um, that whole game studio, and Marcus Leto, the co-creator of Halo and also that lead of the new EA studio that's in the works, they're going to be taking over the Battlefield franchise now and uh, working on 
fixing Battlefield 2042 and all the making a whole Battlefield universe from the sounds of it now, which is kind of cool. Um, in some discontinued news, the original Titanfall game is now discontinued. You can no longer buy it, uh, but servers are still up for the game. Wait, you can't buy it? Yeah, they've <laughs> like, removed all. They removed all digital copies of the game. That's whack. But if you still like have the game, all. if you owned the game before this, you can still play the game and still go on the servers and play multiplayer. Interesting. Yep. And uh, lastly, in the world of gaming news, Crystal Makers uh, Swarovski, they've made 20 miniature Halo helmet and energy sword crystals that are worth about 2,340 US dollars. Damn. <laughs> Those sound cool, though. They sound cool. They look really cool as well. It's like a little silver helmet with a, like a gold um, visor. Really cool looking. Um, that's it for video game news. In the world of TCG, Pokemon, not a lot of Pokemon TCG news aside from Brilliant Stars getting released on February 25th. That's the next TCG pack. In the world of Yu-Gi-Oh, the Grand Creators Booster Box comes December 3rd, which is uh, this past week, actually. So you can actually now get the Grand Creators Booster Box. They, they still do Yu-Gi-Oh? They still do Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm a hu- <laughs> I'm a, if you listened last week, uh, we had Almond Joy on and we talked a bunch of Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, okay. See, I just can I just like kind of consider Yu-Gi-Oh like mid 2000s like childhood for me. It's still I didn't know they going were still on. Doing I mean, it. they still they have the the latest anime is called Yu-Gi-Oh 7s. It's a whole different game in that anime though because instead of the five monster zones and five spell zones, it's only three, but you can summon as many monsters as you want. It it, it got oh, it got it got a lot more complex even though they dumbed down the game. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, yeah, uh, Hidden Arsenal Chapter 1 comes out January 28th, The Battle of Chaos on February 11th, Structured Deck, Alabaz Strike on March 11th, and Ghosts from the Past on April 22nd. Um, and uh, with Magic the Gathering news, uh, same as last week, the Riot and Arcane collaboration card sets the Secret Lair X Arcane and the Secret Lair X Arcane lands. Those are now available for pre-order until December 23rd, and they're only available on the Secret Lair site if you want those special Magic the Gathering cards. And uh, once again, no real board game news this week. Um, so, uh, like I said, go check your friends' wish list, uh, see if they are interested in any board games. And, uh, yeah. Do you like board games? I love board games. Yeah, my my friend Spence is way into them. Nice. Like, super way into them. <laughs> um, and that's the week in review. That is everything that happened this past week in gaming. Moving on to what you should keep an eye out for. Here's the games that should be on your radar from December 6th to 12th. From AAA titles to upcoming indies and random shovelware, here's what's coming out next week that should be on your radar. On the Monday... Shadow Tactics, Blades of the Shogun, Ico's Choice comes to the PC. This is the President also comes to the PC. On Tuesday, Final Fantasy XIV, Endwalker comes to the PS5, PS4, Mac, and PC. Gang Beasts comes to the Switch. Heavenly Bodies comes to the Playstations and PC. Life is Strange 2 Colors makes its way to the Switch. Spellforce 3 Reforced comes to everything except the Switch. White Shadows comes to the PS5, Series X, and PC. Rune Factory 4 Special Edition comes to the Xbox One, PS4, and PC. And Thunder Tear makes its way to the PC. On Wednesday, the big release, Halo Infinite's campaign drops uh, for both Xboxes and the PC. 
Startup Panic also comes out for the PC. And on Thursday, no Friday releases this week. Loop Hero comes to the Switch. Monster Rancher 1 and 2 DX comes to the Switch. Witchwood comes to everything. Breakwaters comes to the PC. And Keo comes to the PC as well. Man, I have not thought about Gang Beasts in probably like 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like that, yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, it's finally making its way to the Switch, which I mean, hey, Gang Beast is always a fun time, and yeah, I feel like I, it should have been on the game. Switch a lot sooner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's always a fun time. So, um, and yeah, that's everything coming out this week. We'll be diving into a, a Halo a little bit later, actually. We will. We will be, yes. Uh, but yeah, those are the games that should be on your radar, and now it's time for us to jump into what's happening this week in the Game Lounge. Covering a variety of topics with his weekly guests, here's what's going down this week in the Game Lounge. And uh, to kick us off, Joey, why don't you hit us with our first intro? Um, sorry, I don't have the outline in front of me. Okay. Um. But, um, <laughs> so we're talking yeah. Sonic Heroes, and it's uh, okay. and a speedrun community around it. Yes, yes. Because um, you are a, a big Sonic Heroes speedrunner. That's my main thing, yeah, so... Pretty much right now, anyway, um, every single night on Twitch, I'm streaming uh, Team Rose speedruns, Team Rose LTS speedruns, trying to get the world record right now. Um, And I've been doing that now for probably around five or six months, this grind has been. um, And How far off are you from the world record? Six seconds right now, IGT. Wow. Yeah, six seconds away. Um, So the game works it it runs by igt or in-game time which if you don't know it just means like it doesn't count load times it doesn't count cutscenes or like results screen time it's literally just the time you spend playing the game added up across the run and then you look at the file timer at the end so that's six seconds behind deku right now who has held every single rose record since well i say every single one there's two <laughs> he's, yeah. held, he's held both rose records um since 2014 nobody's been above him um, damn so it's been a seven year a seven year dry spell seven for year records. dynasty yes he's definitely like the goat of sonic heroes and i'm trying to take him down but it's it's tough man it's it's a hard game um and there's a lot that can go wrong there's a lot that you know, you have to stay consistent at even under the pressure, you know, so um, I'm working towards that right now. It, it's a pretty exciting time for my stream. Uh, you know, people are kind of invested. Uh, I'm getting like a solid like 15 to 20 people every night, which probably doesn't sound like very much. But for me that I'm like floored, like that's awesome that people are like watching it all. You know? Yeah. For like, for smaller streamers like us, it's like, holy shit, 20 people. Yeah. God damn. Right. I'm lucky to get five. Yeah. It's like, they actually care. This is amazing. Uh, yeah. yeah. So um, what got you into Sonic heroes to begin with and what, what decided on speed running it? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I've always been like a Sonic fan. Like um, my first system growing up was a Dreamcast because um, I was born in 96. So like Dreamcast was a little after my time. It came out in 99. I was pretty young, but my older brother is uh, 10 years older than me. And he had a lot of like the 90s uh, systems growing up. So I grew up 
playing the Dreamcast and the Sonic Adventure game specifically. And I just, I, I love them so much, right? So when, when Sonic Heroes came out, that was a really um, hype time. I was in first grade, everybody was talking about it. Um, and I, I loved it. Um, so naturally, when I started speedrunning years later, we're, we're talking like, well, 2013 is when I first got into speedrunning, but I didn't start running Heroes until 2015 um, because of um, Darkspine Sonic, who I don't know if you're familiar with. Um, he, he's like a more old school Sonic runner. Um, he did like pretty much all of the games up until probably like Sonic Boom, Rise of Lyric. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. He's like super old school, absolute legend. Um Definitely like a lab monster. He like found a lot of like the speed run tricks and stuff. And he kind of like figured out the route. Um, it's funny. He, he has a run. He has a team Rose run from like 2013 that I found recently that like when you watch it, it looks like it was done yesterday. Like the, the route he really? uses is wow. so modernized and yeah, it's, it's like wild. Um, so yeah, he was way ahead of his time and he kind of, he used to stream a lot more and I'd watch him do team Rose. And, um, he was just at the time he had world record. I think he was in contention with Deku back then. They were kind of trading it back and forth before Deku kind of pulled ahead. But, uh, um, I would watch him play it a lot. And then in AGDQ 2015, they had like a, uh, donation war, you know, like they do. Um, where they decided which team was going to be ran out of the four, right? So um, I was watching that, and pretty much all of the Sonic runners that were there were, like, pushing really hard for Team Rose to be the run showcase. Like, um, Darkspine Sonic, Talon, Worcester, um, a few others. Like, they were all like, yeah, put my donation towards Team Rose. Like, we need to get Team Rose in. And I was like, huh, like, I guess... I guess Team Rose is like the definitive run for this game. I guess if everybody wants it, right? That was just kind of my impression. And um, I watched the run and it was super entertaining. Like um, you have these this trick called a bot boost where essentially you take damage in flight formation and then um, activate it near a wall and you basically just go flying across the level like super fast it was it's a really flashy trick and you had stuff like that and power formation flying which is just big like derpily flying through the air and everybody loved it. <laughs> <laughs> it was great um and so essentially i was like i need to speed run this game and i'm gonna play team rose because that's just the one that you pick, right? Like everybody wanted it. It's like, and and nowadays it's not so much like that anymore. Uh, if you look at the boards, Team Sonic has the most runners. It's like the most popular. It's the one everybody kind of wants to get into for, you know, pretty obvious reasons. Um, but part of me still kind of has that old school mentality of like, yep, Team Rose is the best speed run. Like, that's the one that you should play. <laughs> so that's kind of why I specialize in them specifically. And also just because like I've gotten quite good at it. <laughs> so what did you uh, speed run before uh, Sonic Heroes? Um, I started with Mario 64. 
Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So in 2013, that was like senior year of high school for me. I was um, playing a lot of Mario one week. I don't know why. I was just like, I, I, I like played Mario, got all 120 stars, and then I was like, that was really fun. I'm going to do that again tomorrow. And then the next day I played it, got all 120 stars. And then the next day I was like, I could probably do this pretty fast, you know, <laughs> like I, I could probably uh, speed run this. And so I started doing 16 star and um, I've been speed running ever since. I played a lot of different games. Um, All right. So back to Sonic Heroes. Aside from Team Rose, have you run the other teams at all? Uh, only Chaotix. Um, I, I ran Chaotix for like six months or so in 2020. Grinded my time down to a 41, um, which is pretty good. I, I I was very happy with it at the time. Not nowadays. I want to go back and improve it. Like <laughs> if you look at Chaotix leaderboards, it's pretty funny. There's like six people with, or no, five people with like 40s and lower. And then there's me with a 41 and then everyone else is like 44 or higher. Like there's a huge gap. <laughs> wow. And I'm like, I want to be in like the, the 40 club. I want to be with the, cool <laughs> kids, you know, <laughs> be one of the cool kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to run the other two someday. Okay. Though. Someday. Um, what do the four, like aside from what are some like the major differences, um, tech wise just speedrun wise of the four teams that you have noticed yeah so um all the characters control a little bit differently um obviously they all have speed flight power um and they all kind of have the same functions outside of a few things like for example Amy's the only speed character that can't wall jump or like triangle jump through uh like walled sections if you remember she's the only one that can't do that but she's the only one that has this like air suspension move where you hold a and she twirls her hammer around and you can like float with it so like they have little like quirks like that um also with like hitbox sizes which is important for that bot boost trick i was talking about and um i would say the main thing the main difference between the teams is that Sonic and Dark do not have Ground Excel and Rose and Chaotix do have it. And essentially what that is, is, um, you know, the belly flop move that Big has yes. in Vector? They're able to do that with their power characters while Knuckles and Omega cannot do that. And basically what that move opens up is you're able to get a lot of speed out of like pretty much any position that you're in so if you're standing still with big or vector you can be like all right well i'll just do a belly flop and then switch to my speed character and suddenly i'm running really fast through the stage right and then it goes even a step further where you can be like all right here i'm about to go airborne in this section i'm going to play as my power character so i can land with a belly flop and then switch to the speed character like there's like so many different applications of it that really like open the game up and make it very input heavy. <laughs> um, and I would say that's kind of the main difference between Sonic and Dark and also the reason why I've specialized in Rose and Chaotix and not the other two yet. So, um, yeah. If you can't tell, uh, 
this game is like a very very underrated speed run um I would I would say the the most underrated actually I'd go as far as to say that <laughs> and, that, and that actually brings me to my next question is um with it kind of being classified in like that Dreamcast era of games essentially mm-hmm. you know, uh, as it, all three games are also in the GameCube era um why do you feel like it gets more I guess shafted than the other two uh being Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 right um so everyone's got everyone's entitled to their own opinion on like sonic games obviously people are very polarized um about that uh but um i think heroes at the end of the day is a very good game that unfortunately is not going to get the love it deserves due to accessibility issues um it is the only sonic game from that era or honestly any era afterwards that hasn't gotten ported to a modern console or PC or anything like that. If you want to play Sonic Heroes in 2021, you need to have your GameCube, your PS2, or your Xbox slash 360. Or a Wii. Or a Wii, yeah, yeah, or a Wii. Um, And there's just no way around that, and that kind of sucks. Um, So for that reason... I don't think it's ever going to reach that popularity that the adventure games did Um, just because people don't like it as much. It's harder to get. But with that being said, it is still um, a very good game and I want to help get it to however big it can get, you know, I'm not expecting a whole lot, but I want it to grow and I want to see like, can this game kind of reach the mainstream again? It'd be really cool. And how big is the heroes community right now? Speedrun wise. Speedrun wise. Um, so Team Sonic is the most ran category. It's got about 30 entrants as 30 submissions, I want to say. Team Rose right behind it with like 27-ish. Um, so it's not too bad. Some games are certainly worse off than others. And the, the nice thing about Heroes is that there's a lot of, I, I notice a lot of interest in running it. Like people will say like, oh, is there like a tutorial for this? Or um, I'm interested in running X team. Like I might do it someday, you know, like, so that's a good sign. Um, Not everybody ends up going through with that. And obviously with the accessibility issues I was talking about, like I understand that it's not realistic for all those people to end up going through with it, right? But there is potential for it to grow for sure. Um, are there the speedrun resources like tutorials for like some of the major tricks or for specific teams and whatnot? Yeah, so um, there's different tutorials on um, like general movement. Sid made a really good one of like, hey, if you want to speedrun Sonic Heroes, here's a few like major concepts you should know, right? And he like kind of goes over them. Um, as far as like tutorials for learning the game step by step. Um, I do have one I made for Team Rose a couple of years ago that um, has helped some people. Um, it's kind of dated, uh, <laughs> in my opinion. I kind of just I think like, that's a big thing with like a lot of speedrun games. Is like it's hard to keep things up to date with 
like with certain games, I feel like the faster they grow, the harder it is to keep up with that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but even so, like even for some older games, like some of the materials are like really old still. For sure. Yeah. And just more so dated in the way of how I went about it. Like I essentially just turned my mic on, turned my game feed on and played through it and like just talked through how to do stuff. And um, what I'm working on right now actually is a more like fleshed out tutorial for Rose LTS. Um, I want to get that out um, pretty soon, which is just going to be, it's going to be like heavily edited. I'm going to like actually do voiceover for it and like, talk about different like strats you can do and just make it a lot better. So that's in the works. It, it does not exist yet. But um, for now, if you want to learn Team Rose, I do have that tutorial out that you can search for on YouTube. Uh, and you said earlier there were two uh, Rose categories of Rose and LTS. What are some of the big differences between the two? Um, so normal Rose is... Um, World record for that is 3111 by Deku. That's just over a half hour long, and it utilizes bot boosting, which I talked about, where you just like fly across the level. Um, it's not used everywhere. It, it's kind of like situational. You have to have like the right kind of like level design and like enemy placement for it to work out. It's like but... Rail Canyon is one place that you use it. I know. And... Yep. Ocean Palace has got one. Uh, Ocean, oh, I didn't know Ocean Palace. Yeah, Egg Fleet's got one. That's pretty huge. <laughs> egg um, feet. Egg feet. <laughs> God damn it. Savic egg feet. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, the thing is, um, well, I guess I'll, I'll talk about that after I explain what LTS is. Uh, LTS is just essentially not fully glitchless, but... Um, some glitches. So LTS stands for limited tech selection, which means we're selecting which tech is allowed and which isn't. Because if you decide to name a Sonic Heroes category glitchless, then there's a lot of accidents that could happen that <laughs> would invalidate your run, unfortunately. So to avoid that confusion, we just do LTS. No bot boosting, no power flying, um, and it's more movement oriented, which I really like. Um, so like um, with bot boost being allowed in the non LTS category, it kind of creates the situation where, well, the more the game gets broken over time, the less focused the run is on like movement, right? Cause it's more like, can you hit this trick to skip the entire level and then you move on to the next level and it's like well this one got a bot boost found for it recently so can you hit this trick to skip all the level and you kind of just like keep going through it and personally like over time i've kind of started to prefer lts to normal for that reason because it's it's become a little degenerate in my opinion <laughs> what like the more huge skips get found it's like well i kind of want to play like all the levels you know like it it's cool that these glitches are getting found and that the game's getting faster but yeah i like i i the reason i got into this game is because i love the movement right and i love you know pressing a lot of buttons and getting really fast so um that's why I love LTS. That's why I'm grinding it right now. 
Okay. And do all of the teams have LTS? They do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Chaotix is a little. They're like the most similar between the two. Like yeah, because most of much. their stuff is like the is uh, essentially the same. With like the only exception really being Rail Canyon, I think. Right. Yeah. And Frog Forest as well has Bob Boost, but it, it's just because um, they have missions they have to complete. So skipping yeah, they a have, huge chunk of yeah, levels ex- is not very helpful. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so you want to help grow the speed, the Sonic Heroes community. So what do you have any major plans or implementations that you have in uh, that you have like written down that you want to do to help it grow? Yeah. I mean, I was gonna, I was gonna talk about the tutorial that I mentioned that I'm working on. Um, I want to get that out and not only create it, but like kind of, market it well as well like i want people to see it like because i know like i said earlier the interest is there like i've heard people time and time again be like i want to get into this game how do i do that you know and and it's got a huge fan base like people come into my chat all the time telling me how much they love the game and i'm like all i want is for these kinds of people to see like hey here's a really helpful resource if you've ever considered getting into speedrunning or Sonic Heroes or whatever, like here you go, you know, I want people to see that. So um, basically my main focus right now, community wise is get this tutorial made and have people find it, you know? (laughs) Um, Are you planning to do tutorials for the other teams eventually down the line as well? Uh, There's a chance. Yeah. I've thought about that. Um, I do, I do strongly think that Rose LTS is what beginners should learn. <laughs> it's it's kind of a hard sell, right? Because not everybody thinks it's of like Team it's Rose. a Sonic game, but you're playing as Amy, right? Yeah, like typically when people are like, "I want to get into Sonic Heroes," I love Team Dark, and I'm like, "Okay, slow down." <laughs> like their stages are like 13 minutes long, like. I don't know <laughs> if you want to uh, learn yeah. the game and like not not hate yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like people give it a chance, and then they're like, "I want to play a Shadow Rouge and Omega," and then they try it out and hate it. And it's like, well, you're going about it wrong. You know what I mean? Like, not everybody gets that. And I, I think this tutorial is going to explain that and be like, "Hey, like." I know you got to play as Amy Cream and Big, but like, hear me out. You know, like, <laughs> long term, you're going to love the game a lot more. You're going to be able to transition to another team that you actually want to play easier, <laughs> you know, because you're going to have a base understanding of how the game works. And it's kind of ironic, too, because that's how the game's laid out casually as well, right? Like, yeah. It wants you to play Rose first to get a handle on the controls and how they work. Um, and the speed run is kind of the same way. Like, I think people should start with Rose and they should move into other categories, which I don't know if every speedrunner would agree with me on that. That might just be like a me thing, but I, I'm pretty, um, I pretty firmly stand by that. <laughs> okay. Um, one, one of the last questions I have here, I guess the longest category in the game is the... 140 emblems? Is it 140? 130 for heroes, yeah. Would you have you have you ever thought about doing one? Would you ever consider doing one? 
<laughs> I've never done it casually, no. But I, I think one day I would. I, I actually, it's funny. I, I tweeted the other day something along the lines of like, man, I want to get a really good time in like every category, but it takes me like six months minimum to be happy with a time and something. <laughs> so well, hey, like, I mean, that's just dedicated. It's like dedicating two years to get four good times. Yeah, essentially. yeah exactly. And then it's like, oh, I'll move on to like the other half of the game now, maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like 130 is certainly still on the table. It's just a long ways away for me. I guess the last question, anything else that you want to say about heroes to people who are maybe on the fence about speedrunning it, who are looking for a game to speedrun that uh, they have the resources? What do you have to say to like the people out there? Um, I would say, well, I would definitely say if you're worried about getting a copy of the game, I would at least try and get it on Dolphin Emulator because that recently, somewhat recently, it was like a year ago, but it got legalized for uh, uh, speedruns. So you can submit speedruns through Dolphin, provided that you like show the right settings and whatnot. Um, so if you really want to get into the game, uh, that is an option for you. Uh, and I would heavily consider that. And if you're on the fence, uh, definitely give it a try. It is so much fun. It is so much fun. You're going to love it. Um, if you like movement in games, if you like pressing a lot of buttons, if you like Sonic games, um, this checks all of those boxes, and uh, I would at least give it a try. And I would recommend starting with Rose. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, anything else you want to add before we move on to the second topic? Oh yeah, uh, there is a All Stories Relay in the works. Uh, coming in uh, January of 2022. Um, it's going to be like an event run by the Sonic Adventure Era speedrun community page. I don't know if you've um, seen any of their stuff. They run I, like they, a, they, they've also done, they recently did the Sonic Adventure tournament, correct? Yes, that's right. Same channel. Um, okay. It's going to be US versus the world in all stories. So four US runners versus Four, four international um, non US runners. runners. Yep. In each of the stories, that's gonna be a lot of fun. So um uh, do we uh, know do we know that. the do we know who the teams are yet? Do we know who's participating? Um we do. Yes. Ooh. So it's going to be Aura Ace sixty six, <laughs> the legend. <laughs> legend, uh, Aura Ace. Yep, he's doing Sonic for US. Uh Just Lemrez is doing Dark. I'm doing Rose. And Lexi, a.k.a. Co-Empathy, is doing Chaotix for U.S. And then for the world, it is Critical Sid for Sonic, um, Revolucion for Dark, Triss255, the homie uh, from Canada, he's doing Rose, and Deku, the legend himself, <laughs> for Chaotix. It's going to be rough for U.S., I'll be honest, but <laughs> we have a chance. We have a chance. Is that... Uh, is last story being included in this as well, or is last story just getting? Uh, it over? is. It's not going to be in only because ah. it's kind of difficult to like. So we're going to add up IGT at the end, and okay. it's, it's going to be hard to be like. You can't do last story from a fresh file, right? So like, it's kind of hard oh, to true. Like, add that on. And plus, it's a kind of a meme. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, fair enough. With that, then, it's time for us to jump into our second topic of the day. 
that topic is uh it's, it's coming out next week the full game will be out next week it's halo <laughs> infinite yeah the multiplayer which was a surprise release early surprise early release i should say mm-hmm. uh and uh from what i've gathered you've been playing uh the heck out of that in some of your free time i have yeah it is so i am pretty miserable at shooter games i always have been <laughs> um and I missed out on Halo as a kid because I wasn't allowed to have M-rated games when I was growing up. So oh. I, I also didn't have an Xbox. So it was like, I, it, I, it just never came across my radar. But I'd hear my friends talking about it all the time. And so uh, Halo Infinite is my first, not only my first Halo game, but my first shooter game that I have ever oh, wow. uh, tried out. And Man. it is. So been, what are your thoughts so far? It's so hard, dude. It's so hard. <laughs> People are so cracked at it. But uh, I, <laughs> I they absolutely... just have the experience over you. It's fine. You'll you'll get there. You'll... <laughs> <laughs> I'll get there, man. I mean, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. I reached gold one yesterday. Oh damn. Uh, yeah, I'm getting a little bit better. I'm not dying every single time I run into somebody anymore. So that's good. Um, <laughs> and I've been playing with my friends, which is the best part. That's kind of what Halo is all about. You know, that is definitely what Halo, like essentially the basis of Halo multiplayer is, is playing with your friends and yeah. then do yeah. some crazy shit, build some shit in forge and then host private servers of people running each other over on a ramp in warthogs. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. So, so much I, fun. uh, I grew up. Uh, grew up. I when I, I had the 360, and my first game was Reach, and um, I played every Halo except for f- I, I played every Halo except for two and five, which mm-hmm. is a weird combination to not play. <laughs> they never released an anniversary I, edition on the 360. I've heard two is like one of the best. It's supposed. To, it is one of the best. I had an original copy of Halo Two once upon a time back when I had an original Xbox because my dad got it through some means. Mm-hmm. Um and then I had Halo one and two and I played them but I had no clue what I was doing because I was such a wee <laughs> tiny child and I'm like I don't get it <laughs> yeah yeah totally <laughs> um so I was gonna ask compared to the other Halos you played where does it fall but you this is the uh how this do you, is the first does this one make you, yeah <laughs> does this make you want to go back into the series to try out the other games um if the opportunity prevents or prevents itself presents itself uh. I absolutely would. Um, I'm more interested in the campaign you were talking about that's dropping soon. Um, yes, I've I've been told it's a really fun time, so I'll probably. You have to pay for that, right? It is. This is what you. It's uh, going to be the full price. It'll be the full price game. All right. Uh, of six sixty US, eighty Canadian. I, I might have to wait until next year to do that then but <laughs> i i will probably play through it it sounds really fun um, it looks really cool i'm definitely i don't i don't know if i'm gonna get it right away either but that's because i'm still fucking playing through lost judgment which came out i want to say at least a whole ass month or two ago now <laughs> have and you I'm been still, enjoying I'm, it i mean it's a lot of fun i'm 70 plus hours in and i've still not done the main story Damn. Uh, but I yeah. fi- that's because I finally gotten all, almost all of the side content done. And the only side content I need to still do still is just, uh, by progressing the story to certain parts of the day, cause it's like c- certain events are time locked. Um, and I can then do those and then I can finish the game, clean up some of the trophies and then play it on hard mode to get the last trophy in the platinum. And then I'm done. <laughs> 
And then I can focus on Pokemon more. Hey, there we go. Because I have not been playing a lot of Brilliant Diamond. It's because I'm like, I need to finish this game! <laughs> and it yeah. won't let me. Yeah. Um. So, what have you been enjoying the most about uh, the Halo multiplayer? What, are, what What have they done right to make it to make you enjoy this game? Um, I think that the modes, they, they have really fun, like concepts. Obviously this is my first Halo game. A, a lot of this is probably just like a given for most people playing the game, but I love that it's more than just like a shooter. A lot of the time, like obviously you have Slayer where you just like kill as many people as possible, which is pretty fun. But I love that it's like, oh, you're now you're playing Capture the Flag on this map that is like made for it, right? And now you're like playing Oddball and you have to protect this like artifact thing. And now you're playing Strongholds and you kind of have to like rotate around the map. Like, I think that it's really engaging. Like, it, it makes me think about the game in a way aside from just like kill, kill, kill. You know, there's like strategy involved. And there's communication involved. And um, it's really fun for me. Like, I, I pretty much like all the modes. And I'm never really disappointed when one comes up. Uh, I think they they nailed... I mean, I, I, I get the hype behind Halo now. I get the hype now. <laughs> On the opposite side of that, then, what do you think uh, needs some tweaking slash fixing? The game's jank, dude. <laughs> like yeah, like people will I'll like punch somebody and then they'll kill me and I'm like what the fuck like what was that and then 5 seconds later they die to my punch and I'm like that makes no sense like oh interesting <laughs> like it's it's got some weird glitches that like it, they're like small glitches but the thing is they're really important ones like there's a glitch where like the scoreboard won't appear for some people where it's really? like oh that's kind of weird but it's like really important. Like we need to see yeah. that, you know. <laughs> we we kind of need the we kind of need it, sir. We kind of need the scoreboard, sir. Yeah, eh, yeah. it's only a little glitch. Only a few people. <laughs> no, it's kind of important, sir. It's kind of important. Um, and then there's another one. Like my game just went completely silent for one game. I couldn't oh. hear anything. I'm like, come oh. on, guys. Like, I can't have that be like, happening on ranked of all things. Yeah. So. Uh, how is ranked? Uh, by the way, how is that compared to just the casual matches? Um, so right now, there's two. I mean, it's good. Like overall, there's two glaring problems though with it right now, which is um, one is that there is like no punishment for DCing. So a lot of times, if somebody doesn't like capture the flag or something, they'll be like, oh, fuck this, like X out of the game. And then you're down a man the whole time. And it's like a six minute mode. And it's like, this isn't fun. Uh, there's like, so there's got to be punishments for that, I think. Um, and then the other thing is like MMR is kind of janky right now. Like um, I'll get matched up against like, I, I, I'm in, I was in like silver this whole past week and i'd get i'd play like a bunch of like platinum players <laughs> and it's ah, like this, yeah. just, this doesn't make a lot of sense it's just so. like oh i'm good yeah <laughs> i'm yeah. in danger right <laughs> and like it'll get better as uh, there's a lot of like unranked players right now since the game is so new so i'm sure it's gonna get a little bit better as time goes on but 
right now it's a problem. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, thankfully, though, they they put out like that first patch like almost immediately, like day of, and they fixed like twenty whole things, like if not more. Um, <laughs> that, must that, have was, been that was before I got the game. <laughs> yeah, that that was like just like right after day one, and it was like, oh hey, we fixed it all this, and then we did all this and this and this, and it was like that. Oh, 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 okay, you didn't have to go that far, Halo, but damn. So I feel like we have like they have is a good team behind their multiplayer this time around that they're actually that is gonna be like. I, I feel like these hopefully won't be issues for a long time. Yeah. Unlike it, another very... shooter game, Cough Cough Warzone, Cough Cough. <laughs> it's a very odd trend to me in gaming lately where it's like, we'll release a game that like doesn't work, like full-blown does not work, and then fix it later. It's like, <laughs> that was never okay like 10 years ago. Cyberpunk, what are you doing? No. I mean, I think the delivery is even new and it was more of the publishers being like we gotta get it out there yeah there's probably deadlines we want this fucking game now i don't care <laughs> what state it's in <laughs> they're just like oh, but, but son no exceptions <laughs> just ship it i don't care ship it. ships tomorrow <laughs> ships tomorrow i don't care if we lose a bunch of money through refunds i want it out there <laughs> that's what it seems like yeah I've been playing it too. I've 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 enjoyed it. I haven't played a lot. Like I said, like I want to play more games, but I'm so, I'm so I find myself I get stuck on games that uh that I, like either from my backlog or that I'm like playing through or like other games. I I, I find that I've just been taking a lot of time with games before moving on to new ones now. I totally get that. That's what I was saying with Heroes, right? It's like I here's all these things I want to do. Um, I'll see you guys in 2030. For that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. Kingdom Hearts 4 finally came out. Can't wait to play that in five years from now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> God. Anything else you want to add about Halo? Uh, I guess if you've never played a shooter before, uh, you can get like kind of serviceable at one, even in 2021. I guess I'm living proof of that. So <laughs> you can, uh, uh, I definitely recommend it. You should. You should all get it. It's free. And uh, it if is your free, PC yeah. can run it, there's no reason not to get it. Mm-hmm. Or if you have an Xbox One or or a Series X, go get it. Just it's free. What 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 is a free? It's free entertainment. It is. That's exactly what it is. As long as you have the two hundred dollar plus console or the thousand <laughs> plus dollar PC, it's free, Tony. You have to pay nothing. <laughs> <laughs> can I run it on a Game Boy? <laughs> can someone mod it Game Boy so I can run Halo Infinite? <laughs> I just love like the like the juxtaposition of like Halo Infinite gameplay on a tiny Game Boy color. <laughs> It'd be funny. Yeah, yeah. Um okay, with that, that's uh that's about it for our main topics this week. It's time for us to head into the bonus level. Wacky lists, weekly reports, and a look back at video game history. Here's this week's bonus level. And this week in the bonus level, starting off with our community corner, where we take uh, questions from the community every week. All you got to do is join the Discord, and we have the question submissions tab, and you're able to submit your questions. And uh, we got uh, we got a couple of questions. Um, three of them I'm going to address right off the top from uh, TC, Sir Wiggles, and uh, Actual Trash PhD. He has a doctorate in trash. <laughs> uh, uh, in this order, why 
who and how. And I'm just going to say this. Stop ask, asking me these questions. These are not going to get answered anymore. I, I, You broke me last the past two weeks. I'm just not going to answer them anymore. Is that an inside you, joke, or is he just at like... This po- at, this, I, at this point, it kind of is, but like, I don't even know what the punchline is. <laughs> it's, a, it's an outside joke. It's an out, it's, yeah, it's an outside <laughs> joke. So the actual uh, questions we got from Actual Trash PhD. Thoughts on the DNF Duel, a fighting game based on an MMO? And I was going to look this up, but I completely forgot to. Um, it sounds interesting. Oh, it's by Arc System. Okay, that's why I'm like, it looks like Guilty Gear. Oh, but yes, because it's by it's by Arc System. So, I mean, it's probably it's probably gonna be a good fighting game if it's by Arc System. They do pretty good. Uh, we had Labrys on earlier this season to talk about Arc System and uh, Guilty Gear a bit, actually. So, uh, go listen to that if uh, you're into fighting games and stuff like that. <laughs> um, and from Surreal's the Great, uh, Forza Horizon Five. Any thoughts? That's the car game, right? That's that's the car game, yes. Okay, those are my thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> it looks cool. I would like to play it eventually, but uh, I don't know if I'll ever have the time to. Um, it's supposed to be like the biggest Horizon game as well, so it's got like a lot of uh, content in it, which would be nice. But uh, yeah, just uh, don't know if I'll ever get around to it. That's my whole thing with the uh, Horizon games. And I never I've only played one Horizon game and it was the free to play one on the 360 that was also its crossover game with uh Fast and the Furious. Oh, okay. Uh but yeah, that's uh that's about it for the community corner this week. If you want to submit your questions, uh you can uh join our Discord uh through and uh you can find that on our Twitch channel uh which I'll plug at the end of the podcast. Moving on to top 5. Uh this was a topic that you also sent to me. Uh, Joey, mm-hmm. that I'm like, you know what? We could make this a top five. So we get all three of them in here. Top five games that have had the biggest impact for you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you want me to go first? Or? Yeah. I'll let you start this off because I got to sure. think a little bit. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, I mentioned a handful already. Um, I, I would say Sonic Adventure 2 is a huge one for me. Um, that's like the first time I remember a game like coming out that i was excited for and then i got it and i was like a little tiny like kid i was like this is amazing i love this um and it kind of got me it kind of kick-started my sonic fandom which is still going to this day so that's very impactful um another one uh super smash brothers melee um i've been competing in it for seven years been playing it for much longer uh casually and um I've met pretty much all of my good friends that I have today are somewhat from Super Smash Brothers and like the community surrounding it. So that's a huge part of my life and it's one of the sickest games ever made. Uh, So that's definitely on there. Um, And then I would say Kingdom Hearts 2, favorite game of all time, two more. I guess I got to throw heroes up there. <laughs> I've, I've put enough hours into it where I can say, yeah, it's probably impacted my life for better or for worse. And then one last one. I'll put Wind Waker on there. Oh, Such okay. a great nostalgic game for me. It's so good. <laughs> it's one of the few Zelda games I haven't played. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Forget uh, 
What were you planning on playing? <laughs> you get- <laughs> I, need to, I need to get it first. Yeah. And because I'm a GameCube collector, I want to actually get like the physical copy of it. Yeah. I have yeah. a. It's like one of two Zelda games for the GameCube I'm missing. The other oh, one man. being Four Sword Adventure. Oh, dude. That, that's one of the early speedruns I've done too, actually. Oh, I, really? I love Four Swords Adventures. Yeah. Um, but yeah, play Wind Waker. It's really, really good. And the randomizer is really good too. Yeah, the randomizers always. I I love watching the randomizers. I, I watched one at uh, was it like the one of the more recent GDQs that did it. Mm-hmm. I yeah, they're awesome. That that was that was fun to watch. All right, as for me, top five games that had the biggest impact on uh, for me. Uh, number one or number five is Smash Melee, as it was my second video game I ever played. <laughs> That's awesome. Let's go. Uh, so that one, it holds a special place in my heart, especially back when uh, we first got it and didn't have a memory card. So we would play through with just the base roster and uh, like the occasional Jigglypuff, Luigi, and Ganondorf <laughs> if we got lucky to unlock them. Oh, and Mario. Yeah. Yeah. Those would be like the first characters we ever unlocked. And then it's like, oh, cool, we did it. And then we would just continue playing other <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> Who's your main? Uh, Falco, when I did play. I did ki- kind of got into it so- like semi-seriously back in my first two years of college but i never entered any tournaments for it that's fair i I trained i trained for it but i never did yeah it's it's intimidating for sure um at number four probably it was like uh my first pokemon game pokemon xd gale of darkness Ooh, great choice great choice first one that i uh played through and completed Mm -hmm. um before I... i before i got pokemon diamond yeah, Which, not uh, many people say that their favorite Pokemon games are the the Coliseum XD ones, but they're I'm definitely one of those games. people. Yeah, phen- I love XD a lot more because that's when I played played more than Coliseum because I didn't have Coliseum going up. But I found a copy back in college, and then I played through it in college. I'm like, you know what? This was good. Glad I finally got to sit down and 100 percent this. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> um, number three. Is Pokemon Platinum because that that while well, XD was my first one and I like I'm like dang I like Pokemon Platinum is what I'm like oh I love Pokemon. <laughs> uh, I've, it also I've heard is, great things. Yeah, it also has uh, my most hours in any video game ever at like 500 plus. Nice. Which uh, yeah. <laughs> um, at number f- two or my fourth my fourth game on this list, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, I think. Nice. <laughs> Again, I I didn't get to play it, but yeah, I've heard great things. <laughs> it was my first Grand Theft Auto game uh, on the 360. I got it with a, an Xbox point card because back when they did the point point card things. Um, and <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, one of my favorite moments in that game was uh, Big Smoke's order, and uh, when it became the meme years later, I'm like. Hey, I get it. I yeah, understand it. I get it. that reference. I get Yay. that reference. Um, and I, I just pl- like all the Grand Theft Auto games are just like this huge sandbox world that you can basically do whatever the fuck you want, and that's it's so, it's so great to play through them. And mm-hmm. it definitely uh, paved the way to like third person shooter games for me. Uh, and my number one, probably Sleeping Dogs. Oh, interesting. I've heard the title. Uh, I don't know much uh, about it. It's if Yakuza and Grand Theft Auto had a baby, 
and it was made by Square Enix. <laughs> impossible to to imagine, but uh, it sounds yeah. Safe. And that and I think like that game is really what made me appreciate a video game story, and that's why it had such a big impact on me because it had a really good story. Nice, yeah. And that's yeah. really the first one that made me yeah, like, appreciate the story aspect of video games yeah. instead of just the ooh gameplay. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I'm like. I'm like not usually like that. Like I usually value gameplay a lot more, but Kingdom Hearts is definitely one that struck both chords with me. Like not only is it a really fun game to play, but I I got way into the story, which is pretty atypical for me. I don't usually do that. So yeah, uh, I played yeah. Uh, I played through the entire Kingdom Hearts after I got all the games for Christmas one year, and I basically binge played that franchise <laughs> i feel bad for people like i kind of fell out of kingdom hearts after like uh birth by sleep ish so like i i've heard the story gets absolutely wild like i would probably oh, not be able to keep no up idea yeah 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 and, and uh for those wondering yes melody of memory is a required game to understand the story of course it is of course you gotta play the rhythm game to understand everything <laughs> um that's top five this week. Moving on to this week in gaming history from December 6th to 12th. Here's what happened in the past. On the 6th, 2004, Nintendo released Mario Party 6 for the GameCube in North America. Oh my god, did you say 2004? Yep. Oh, I remember watching the commercial for it. I'm so old. <laughs> I, I, do, I don't even remember the commercial, but I played the heck out of Mario Party 6. That is my favorite Mario Party of all time. Yeah, mine's seven personally, but I do six like and seven are great. But six is holds the better place in my heart for myself. Yeah. But I love seven too. Wow, that's that's wild. Two thousand four. On the seventh, two thousand nine, Legend of Zelda: Spirit Tracks was released for the DS in North America. I never played that one. That is the third game in the Wind Waker trilogy. Right after Phantom Hourglass, right? Yes. Yeah. It's a it's weird. I don't like the train, uh, how you control it. I didn't like that. How because it's basically you're on rails and there's um, essentially if a if a if a bat if you hit another tr- a, cert- a certain train that like hunts you down essentially, it's just oh yeah that's game over. There's no fucking <laughs> way around it. And like I hated that part of it. Man, yeah. You know my only experience with Spirit Tracks. I I had a roommate in college who pretty much wrote off Zelda as a franchise because he played spirit tracks and didn't like it. And I was like, dog, like you can't like, that's not you how can't. it works. No, it's, it's de- <laughs> yeah. It's got some cool parts about it. I would like to go back to replay spirit tracks one day um, mm-hmm. when they eventually make like a fucking stylus for the PCs and a touchpad for PCs so you can play DS emulators better. Oh yeah. Those are probably hard to emulate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I, that's what I would like to do eventually to go back and play that. On the 8th, 1999, Sony CEA releases Gran Turismo 2 for the PlayStation in North America. That's the car game, right? That is the car game. <laughs> <laughs> it's the other car game. The other one. On the 9th in 1998, LucasArts released Star Wars Rogue Squadron for the N64 in North America. It was $50 US. <laughs> Star Wars games are sick, especially if they're in Lego form. Well, I, I still cannot wait for Skywalker Saga. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. On the tenth, nineteen ninety three, 
Id Software released Doom for MS-DOS to the public. (laughs) It was through the FTP site on the University of Wisconsin's computer system. The game's name was inspired by a scene in the movie The Color of Money. I didn't know that. I didn't know. I I am about to drive to UW Wisconsin campus after this interview. <laughs> oh shit! So that's well, really cool. about to visit the birthplace of Doom. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the the mecca and celebrate. Yeah. Uh, on the 11th, 2006, Legend of Zelda: Twilight Princess was released on the GameCube in North America. Let's go. That's I have a funny story about that actually. Oh. Um. I. So 2006, the Wii was absolutely impossible to get your hands on. Um, it, they sold like hotcakes for like a full year. It was ridiculous. Uh, but all I had was my, my parents planned to get me at Christmas of 06 and they couldn't get a Wii, but they got me games for it. So Twilight Princess for the longest time, I just had the game box in my basement and i just stared longingly at it just wishing i could play it it's like (laughs) one day one day i will play you you. (laughs) yeah yeah but eventually i did and i love it it's a great game it is i've played i've I've only played through like the first part of the game so far like past the just past the forest temple Mm -hmm. Um, i need to play more of it i when i get the time to on the game that's good wind waker first though <laughs> Windmaker first, make no mistake. Let me, let, when I find it and drop the one hundred twenty plus dollars, it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one day. And lastly, on the twelfth, two thousand four, Sony Computer Entertainment released the PlayStation Portable in Japan, battery powered, uh, for about four hours per batteries. The price was nineteen thousand eight hundred yen, which was about one eighty five U.S. dollars. Nice. <laughs> the achievement of the week is in Solar Ash. It's Void Sprinter, which is a speedrun achievement, which is to complete the game under three hours. And the game of the week is going to Halo Infinite. Biggest game release. People have been looking, hyping this game up uh, for a while, and it's looking pretty spicy. Well deserved, for sure. Yes. Uh, Joey, thank you for coming on the podcast. Yeah, man, I I love what you're doing here. Keep it up. Um, Thank I you. Had a lot of I had a lot of fun. Uh, I hope if you ever want to have me out again for whatever reason, uh, don't be afraid to reach out. Absolutely. Where can we find you on the internet? Um, first and foremost, uh, Twitch.tv/slash/freefall and then YYZ. No spaces. Um, I'm streaming mostly Sonic Heroes on there, but. Um, once I get this world record, I'm going to start trying some other stuff out and doing a little bit more like either variety speed running or just hanging out with you guys. I, I love streaming a lot. So if you want to help me grow that, uh, you know where to find me. And then also same handle on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me there um, if you want updates on stuff that I'm doing. So, yeah. Alrighty. And of course you can find me over on Instagram and Twitch at Tony's Game Lounge and on Twitter at Radio Tony and also on TikTok at Tony's Game Lounge. I gotta remember to pair that with the other two because I keep forgetting to. <laughs> um and uh, we post highlights of this podcast every week on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok as well, so check out the best of the best from each episode. Um, once again, Joey, thank you for coming on. It was a blast to have you here. And uh, I don't want to keep you too long that you miss your uh, Smash thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, thank you, man. It's been great. 
And uh, thank you, the listener, for tuning in. We will be back next week with a brand new episode right back here in the Game Lounge. Bye. Thank you for listening to Tony's Game Lounge. New episodes release every Monday. Be sure to like and share the podcast and follow Tony on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch for more updates.